Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So a Louisiana family wakes up with $50 billion deposited in their bank account. I mean, that made them like the 25th richest family on the planet or person on the planet. Now, you wake up with $50 billion in your account. You know it's an error. And we've talked about this before. Do you take it? Of course. Of course you don't right i mean that's illegal money but i'm getting i'm starting to think these banks are doing this on purpose just to try to catch people because this family obviously loved the fact that there was 50 billion dollars but they knew it wasn't theirs and they called the bank and they said hey 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 uh it's this is wrong there's been a big mistake can you do something about it and the bank was baffled and the family was baffled we don't know how that happened and the bank said oh okay well we got it and so the hold was placed on the account and which is i mean the bank come on now you put a hold on the account i guess maybe because they're concerned about someone else moving more money around than they don't know about but if you woke up with 50 billion dollars that's not 10 million that's not an extra 5 million 50 billion dollars into your bank account holy cow that would be tough not to take actually i think it would be tougher not to take a million than it would be to take you know 50 billion because it's 50 billion that's going to be a mistake somebody's going to catch right away but a million they might not catch that right away you might get away with that and then maybe not but I'm thinking that they're doing it on purpose to try to catch people. And that, that's just darn right wrong. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So if you woke up with $50 billion in your bank account, what would you do with it? Well, we found out that MGM is looking to sell the Mirage uh, in Vegas. And there also, there's another... Uh, hotel for sale in vegas as well and you could probably pick that up for five billion maybe right uh i figure you get mgm operates uh the mgm grand the bellagio the park mgm new york new york excalibur mandalay bay vidara area luxor <laughs> according to their their guy we have enough of vegas yeah no kidding so you would get the Mirage, 3,000 rooms, 77 acres of land, former home of uh, Siegfried and Roy. I don't know why that's such a big deal. And uh, it's got the secret garden and the dolphin habitat on site. It's been the home of Cirque du Soleil Love, which was the Beatles Cirque show. So, I mean, it provides, according to their person, it provides attractive development opportunities to capture large amounts of foot traffic. We're certain it will remain a success with a new operator in the future. Oh, okay. So, uh, Caesars Entertainment has uh, also been on uh, what they're calling a roller coaster ride. They went into bankruptcy and they're looking to reduce some of their uh, Vegas properties they caesars owns the flamingo harris bally's planet hollywood paris las vegas the cromwell the ling and the rio <laughs> now the rio is just off the strip the rio is the dump 
that's probably the one they're trying to get rid of but if you're uh if you haven't woke up with 50 billion in your bank account i mean you could head to vegas and don't gamble it away i mean you could buy some property and then at least you could make some money when the bank says hey that was uh 50 billion dollars that wasn't yours that was ours oh well gosh darn it i'll pay you back i'll give you you know 40 billion right now but the other 10 you're gonna have to wait a little bit because i've made an investment into the mirage here on the strip in vegas that would be a battle royale that'd be fun to watch so we know that alphabet the parent company of google surpassed two trillion dollars in market capitalization this week uh, just in case you were you know wondering so this makes alphabet the third u.s company to be inducted into the trillion dollar club apple and microsoft is the other one its value doubled during the pandemic which is incredible and so uh its stock surge of 70 percent this year is number one among the five biggest u.s tech stocks by revenue youtube brought in 7.2 billion in ad revenue i think we talked about that which was up 43 percent from the previous year and uh, that was more than snapchat twitter pinterest and linkedin combined wow so uh you know the, but when you break it down and then you start looking at google i mean we're finding out now they're telling you maybe you ought to get rid of that google app on your android phone and maybe you ought to get through that that chrome app it's a google app but it's chrome uh from google uh we know that uh you know they're working on privacy and security facebook took a big hit not too bad not too long ago because of their uh you know their app on your iphone and it tracks your location and data on your phone even if you specifically set your iphone to never allow tracking data but if the facebook app is open then they're still tracking it and so you know iphone obviously and apple have tried to uh you know put an end to that but uh they've changed their privacy practices and there you can you can grant permission to third-party apps to track your location data or not but android users and users who have chrome installed on their phones are having their location data gathered by default even when browsing is set to private or incognito mode even worse while facebook was collecting this data for its own uses which you know i i you could make the argument that it wasn't just for their own uses google makes this highly sensitive location data available to any site that asks oh really so if they just want to know they, they can get that information from you so your phone collects this data by using what is known as the accelerometer accelerometer and uh it allows navigation apps like maps and waves to uh, like maps and waves to function and provides a valuable service a valuable service to drivers who use their phones as navigation devices and obviously i mean i do and i, I get a, a maps update i think once a month it might be weekly but i see the email come through about this is where you've been in the last i think it is a month each month it's where you've been the last month that's nice of them i thought and, and i appreciate it and do i look i do look at it because <laughs> i travel man oh man you can't you can't stop me i couldn't i wouldn't be able to tell you that i went to that wendy's and that walgreens i wouldn't be able to tell you that 
<laughs> so I know that you know a lot of people depend on those services. I get it, but apparently the mobile browsers were allowing allowing sites to access your phone's accelerometer, uh, allowing you to get that data without permission. Which led that's what iPhone put a stop to and said, "Hey, uh, maybe we ought to stop that third party stuff." But according to a report from Forbes. Chrome on Android still does not have such protection for users. So uh, Google said, hey, uh, yeah, we allow users to opt out of sharing this location data. By default, this location sharing remains on and further. Even if you go into your phone and attempt to turn it off, your phone will provide you with a warning that will attempt to change your mind. Oh, okay. So Chrome right now is the only major browser that has yet to stop site cross site checking so i mean just incredible and if you don't like it then you need to delete chrome and just you can disable you know the stock browser in your settings i mean that was part of the deal right with google and chrome being already available on the android phones that was part of the european lawsuit and so i mean it's already a done deal and by the way it works tremendous and of course it does and that's what makes it so dangerous because <laughs> it's the best or at least it certainly has been in the past and it's a little frustrating to think that you're going to have to use something else when they've made that so easy it's just convenient and it's right there and you can just use it and it's just there and it remembers everything it remembers where you've been remembers what you're doing what you've searched for keywords and sure you can delete it every now and then if you want to get rid of your history or you want it to just get rid of all the cookies i get that but why why would you want to do that when it's just convenient Oh, and one of the things that we didn't get a chance to mention yesterday, we, me, uh, more than a dozen lawsuits have been filed against the event organizer Live Nation Entertainment and rapper Travis Scott. Following the music festival that ended in tragedy on Sunday, eight people between the ages of 14 and 27 died, and over 300 were treated for injuries, 13 of whom were still hospitalized as of yesterday due to the Astro World event. What exactly happened is still being investigated by authorities. Fans reported that a stampede crushed concert goers toward the stage during the Travis Scott performance, and scrutiny of Live Nation has focused on two areas so far the setup travis scott was the only artist playing during this time slot meaning about fifty thousand festival goers converged toward one stage no barricades or barriers were used to separate the crowd into sections security because of a shortage of workers experts uh, told the wall street journal that security personnel weren't adequately trained to handle the crowd which was so raucous that the Houston police chiefs said, uh, oh, we've got concerned about the energy in the crowd to Travis Scott before his show. That's what the Houston police said. Well, if you're an entertainer, you want the crowd to have energy, right? I mean, you do. So I don't know that that means anything, but I guess it should have. Live Nation responded by offering to refund all attendees uh, tickets and opening a fund to pay for victims' medical fees. Not long after Travis Travis Scott announced he'd cover therapy and funeral costs. 
So that's nice of them. The concert promoter, which is the largest in the world, it owns Ticketmaster, it puts on major events uh, all over. It's been connected to about 200 deaths and 750 plus injuries since 2006. Now, that's kind of, I mean, okay. I mean, they put on all these huge events and in what, 2006, so 15 year time span. I mean, you don't want anybody to die, but 200 deaths and 56 of them, I think, right? How many people? 58 died at the uh, Harvest Festival shooting in Vegas. And I don't you know, 50. So that's a one time horrible mass shooting event. I don't know that you could put that on Live Nation. I mean, it was their event that it happened at, but okay, we're going to put that on them. All right. And I know that apparently they've been cited for safety violations by OSHA, which regulates workplace safety in the U.S. Yeah, no kidding. We know what OSHA does. Thanks uh, for the article on that. And we know what OSHA does. And I love how, you know, we're trying to make OSHA more important now. Well, I wonder why that is. Just a thought. Oh, it not matter what that was. And you had the Ariana Grande's Manchester concert with the suicide bomber. That killed 22. I mean, that was a tough, those are tough things to put on Live Nation. Right? I mean, there's 70, 80 of the 200 deaths put on Live Nation. That's pretty tough to put on, uh, <laughs> to put on Live Nation. And they had a problem at the first Astro World Festival in 2019, Three people were injured in a stampede there. So we'll see what happens. Uh, They're saying that it could take weeks for the medical examiners to release the results of their investigation. Travis has canceled uh, his show this weekend at the Day in Vegas Festival, where he would have been the only headliner during the time slot. So we'll see what happens with the Astro World event, uh, the tragedy. But it is uh interesting that so many people got hurt and so many people died wow i mean eight people eight people died in the crowd just and we're having a uh, cardiac events really really strange um you i mean this is not me talking i would just guess that perhaps these people may have purchased the same substance from the same dealer may have had something to do with it but what do I know? All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, man. I was just thinking out loud. I'm sure that these people that were part of this show, World, had nothing to do with anything illegal. Nothing. All right. All right, we're in the break room, right? Yeah, I'll get another drink. <laughs> mm. ah, so good. Rest in peace to Dean Stockwell. Amazing. I cannot believe that this man died. He was 85 years old. You remember him. I mean, he's been in just tons of stuff. He was, I don't know that he was most famous for Quantum Leap, but I was just looking him up the other day i was looking i was looking at dean stockwell thinking that guy's been in a lot of stuff and i don't remember i think i was just looking up uh quantum leap 
because I was looking at a story that made me think about Quantum Leap, and I was going to try to do a story related to Quantum Leap. But I was just looking up Dean Stockwell, and maybe that was a sign. So if I start to look people up, that means they're going to die. <laughs> I hope that's not true. But I was looking through his IMDB page, and uh, he's done some. He's done a lot of stuff, and I loved him as the judge in the Rainmaker. He was the guy, you know, the sick judge in the Rainmaker. I love that movie. Great movie. Uh, and then you know he's been in all kinds of uh, television series jag first monday battlestar galactica and he was still working uh it's just you know he had worked uh, the last few years anyway i guess the last four or five years he hasn't he hasn't really been working so maybe he wasn't that well but anyway dean stockwell 85 years old just passed away so rest in peace dean stockwell you know i gotta get some chewing the fat nfts out there i see where tarantino that's Quentin Tarantino, for those of you that, you know, just I just call him Tarrant. Uh, he's going to auction off seven never-before-seen Pulp Fiction clips as NFTs. I need to have some Chewing the Fat NFTs. That needs to happen. That needs to happen soon. And we have 13 Marvel movies that are going to be able to be streamed on Disney Plus in a new format called IMAX Enhanced which shows 26% more film on screens. So does that mean I have to have an 85-inch screen in my living room or bedroom to watch the 26% more? Because I'm not sure that the 32-inch, is. I don't think it matters. Now, I know that you know size doesn't matter, but it kind of does, doesn't it? It kind of does. Yeah, I think so. So they worked out a deal with uh, IMAX, Marvel and Disney did, with these uh, living room enhanced versions of the 13 films. Uh, Okay, Uh, you know, am I excited about it? I guess. I'm sure everyone in my family will be excited about, oh yeah, we get to see Shang-Chi and iron man the guardians of the galaxy and guardians of the galaxy volume two and captain america and civil war and dr strange and thor and ragnarok and black panther and avengers and infinity war and ant-man and the wasp and captain marvel avengers endgame and black widow on the disney enhanced imax screen that's going to give me 26 percent more Uh, of the film image on my screen okay great thank you hey just a reminder to uh donate to my fundraiser for our rescue our uh our rescue.org i'm trying to raise money for the uh relief and the help of people who have been uh slaves uh, human slaves yes there are still slaves in today's world and they are uh they're used for sex slaves and for just well you know what you use slaves for and our rescues them but they also they don't just rescue them and then drop them off and say okay good luck god bless they help them out 
I help them with legal documents and medical and travel and lodging and transportation, education, vocational training so that they can get back to a real life. And that's, you know, that's helping a survivor. And it takes about $6,000 for one survivor for that to happen in a year. And that's what I'm trying to raise is $6,000. Those of you that have already donated, thank you so much. And I'm donating by by doing that. I'm doing that. And then I'll shave my head. Okay. I get the $6,000 goal. I'll shave my head on, on my Instagram and Facebook live, uh, Facebook account. And I'll do it live uh, on the uh, 19th of this month. Uh, Friday afternoon, shave my head. My daughter wants to shave it, so I'm going to let her go ahead and, you know, cut her down. And uh, so you can donate, but the link is in my bio on my Twitter page, at JeffyJFR. Uh, my Instagram and Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio, which is where I'm going to broadcast the shaving of the head live. And you can go to OurRescue.org and find the fundraiser page there but you've got to you know you can go to ourrescue.org and then hit the donate tab and then the fundraisers tab and then scroll down to find the jeffy link or you can just go to my you know my social media bio and click the link there okay i know thank you thank you no, i appreciate it i really do and then uh, whatever amount I, I don't know the amount that we've raised already but uh thank you for donating and uh, let's get to that six thousand dollars please so did you see where don lemon wow he is in trouble man that guy he is in trouble he's tried to make this case go away for a couple of years now and uh this bartender in new york has you know sued him and lemon has come back and tried to settle with him and the bartender says money is not what i'm after here oh okay his name is dustin heiss uh he was interviewed megan kelly talked to him and in this interview he said i just want to live the rest of my life in i don't want to live the rest of my life in regret and to have a clear conscience and have closure from this situation so you want what you want don to go crawling to you and say he's sorry according to heist lemon has made three separate attempts with nearly half a million dollars to try to settle this case and so apparently part of that settlement would be for him to be quiet and heist doesn't want to be quiet he said that the he alleges that don lemon groped his genitals proceeded to shove the foul fingers in heist's face at a long island bar heist filed a lawsuit two years ago and the trial is expected to begin early next year lemon put his hand down the front of his own shorts rubbed himself removed his hand shoved his index and middle fingers into heist's mustache <laughs> he intensely pushed his fingers against the plaintiff's face uh head thrust backwards repeated do you like a certain body part or do you like another kind of body part and he continued to shove his fingers wow i mean what a douchebag in a bar that's what you call uh don lemon in what do you call don lemon in a bar a douchebag in a bar uh, and what do you call don lemon in public a douchebag in a bar is that a don lemon candy bar a douchebag in a bar uh i was sick of being tired being called the lemon drop guy 
<laughs> Lemon called the allegations leveled by Heiss in court frivolous and denied any wrongdoing. All right. Uh, good luck. He's tried to settle it, make it go away, and Heist does not want that to happen. And so he's going to continue to take this to court. I guess, you know, you want to go to court and have your day in court. Is it worth it? I, you know, it is to this guy. So good luck. God bless. I mean, we all know Lemon is a douche in a bar. And so I don't know what you get from taking it to court. Do you still get the money? Do you still get, I mean, people already know that he's a douchebag in a bar. So, all right. Good luck, Dustin Heiss. Make it happen. Make Don Lemon crawl to you and apologize. And I hope you get a couple of bucks, too. So we're still investigating Rust, right? We don't know what's happening on the movie set or the former movie set of Rust. Uh, Alec Baldwin says police should be present on sets that use fake guns. Does that make it better, Alec? Does that make it better? I don't know how the investigation is going. Haven't heard any of the latest uh, news updates from the investigation. We'll see uh, if anything comes of it. I doubt it. I doubt it. We do have another uh, crew member that may lose an arm from the Rust crew. Uh, A crew member was bitten by a venomous spider. I know. They were closing down the set after the fatal shooting. And this worker was bitten by a venomous spider. And now he may lose uh, lose his arm that he got bit by holy cow did alec leave that spider there was that there because of alec baldwin probably not but he's experienced uh, necrosis on his arm and sepsis as a result of the bite holy cow so i guess uh you know a, a just giving fundraising page has been started for miller's hospital bills and according to uh sky news uh miller has been hospitalized and endured multiple surgeries each day as doctors do their best to stop the infection and try to save his arm from amputation wow from a spider bite If you see a brown spider with a violin shape on its back, that's what I would do. I would take my shoe and crush it. (laughs) That's a brown recluse. Most bites are minor, but occasionally skin around a brown recluse bite will become necrotic, turning a dark color and becoming a deep open sore as it dies. That doesn't sound good. You can because you can quote me on that. If you have a if you have a bite or a sore that turns dark color and becomes deeper as the open sore dies, that does not sound like a good thing. That's all. That's just me throwing it out there. And obviously it's not a good thing for him either. I mean he may lose his arm. That's really, really sad. Wow. In Pennsylvania they talked about a, a a brown recluse nest that was found in the elementary school. Uh, no, thank you. 
no, thank you. We had, I, hopefully that elementary school has been burned down to the ground. <laughs> if they've got a nest, it's time to burn it down. Uh, time to burn it down. But if you see a brown recluse spider that has the violin look on the top, I would say the best thing that you could do would be to and then be over. Have a nice day. Love you. Oh, oh my gosh. Honey, what is that? Is that looks like a, a brown Oh, yep, it's gone. Sorry. Yep, that look that doesn't look good. Sorry. I know, but we shouldn't kill a Yes, we should. Uh goodbye. Have a nice day. Even if it's a mistake. That wasn't a brown recluse. No, I know. I know, but I just thought it was, so what are you gonna do? And then we have another crew member for the Indiana Jones 5 crew found dead in Morocco. What is going on with these movie sets? What is happening? We need an investigation. <laughs> so he was, the, this worker was found dead in his hotel room. He was a camera department pro. He was found dead. He just, uh, and obviously, I mean, he's got a family and he was a hard worker and he worked on this film and he's worked on a bunch of films he was um 54 years old there the official cause has not been released for his death but they believe that it's natural causes i mean it could be anything else in morocco away from the family could it no of course not so he's worked on jurassic park harry potter star wars wow that's I mean, the guy's done a lot of a lot of big work, big sh- big stuff. So he was in Morocco. They were assembling to prepare for filming of some big stunt scene using a rickshaw, and he builds these sets and builds equipment for the cameras and stuff. And he's he's one of the guys that they use. He's the guy. So we'll see what happens after that. I mean, Harrison has been off, right? He sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Uh, that was supposed to be just okay. It was going to be off for a little while. And then, hey, nope, you know what? It's worse than we think it is. We, it's worse than we had originally thought. So we're just going to go ahead and halt production for three months while Harrison Ford recovers. <laughs> oh, okay. And then they had the, then they've got problems with COVID because you know people in the uk and morocco and the flights and flights some flights have been turned around now we're going to talk about that too uh it was so nice of of them to let travel start up again really but uh harris i love the line in this movie when harrison was being interviewed he was asked in an interview and we may have talked about it before but i just love it because this is harrison ford at his best he was asked who he thought should play indiana jones next nobody i don't don't you get it i'm indiana jones when i'm gone he's gone it's easy uh you know that seems right i guess thanks harrison appreciate it and since we were talking about it yesterday the u.s lifted nearly two years of restrictions on travelers from 33 countries that includes uh, much of europe china india mexico and canada Wow. So that travel has been restricted since January of 2020. So uh, airlines and hotels could, uh, you know, they're going to be, they're all happy and they're going to be enjoying their boost in bookings. Um, 
you still have to wear masks. Uh, international travels will, travelers will also have to embrace new travel rules in order to enter the country. You have to be fully vaccinated with, it says here, few exceptions. I'd like to know what the exceptions are. And show proof of a negative COVID-19 test within three days of traveling. Unvaccinated Americans and children under 18 can also enter oh if you're an american right but they'll have to test negative within one day of their trip all vaccines approved are authorized by who fda fair game these rules reportedly apply let's see what the exceptions are for international travel you do not have to be vaccinated everyone needs to be vaccinated yes with some exceptions children under the age of 18 don't need to be vaccinated but they do need to take a covid test kids two and younger are exempt from testing requirements and i bet you that will change since they just okayed the kids to be able to get vaccinated so if you're under 18 and not vaccinated and want to travel and you don't want to get vaccinated now's the time hop on that plane baby All adult foreign nationals traveling to the U.S. fully vaccinated before boarding their flight. Uh, Travelers will still have to show proof of a negative COVID-19 test within 72 hours of departure to the U.S. Wow. Half the world remains unvaccinated and vaccine distribution has been so skewed to rich countries. Thanks, AP. Appreciate that. Uh, The Biden administration is leaving a loophole for people who live in countries where vaccines are scarce. That list includes about 50 countries where fewer than 10% of the people have been vaccinated. Travel from those countries will need permission from the U.S. government to come. And it can't be just for tourism or business travel. So we're still going to let you in, but you're going to have to ask. And maybe we're probably going to say no. Which, you know, oh well. Uh, You know what? Uh, Sorry. So the government will permit unvaccinated international visitors to enter the country if there is a humanitarian or emergency reason, such as an emergency medical evacuation. Um, No. How about no to that? If there's an emergency medical evacuation in your country, we will let you go somewhere else. Uh, You don't get to come here. Uh, No, thank you. Uh, No, no. You know where would be a good place for you to go? Mexico. They love you in Mexico. Right? Right. (laughs) Who's going to enforce these rules? Well, that's up to the airlines. Well, isn't that special? We're going to turn the airlines into our vaccinated police. They're going to have to verify vaccine records and match them against ID. If they don't, they could face fines of up to nearly 35000 per violation. Airlines will also collect information about passengers for contact tracing efforts. There will be CDC workers spot-checking travelers for compliance in the U.S. Wow. So that's incredible. And maybe, you know, that they're going to use a bunch of that money that they got in the new trillion-dollar bill. Uh, that's supposed to go to airlines maybe that's what that's for or at least that's what they'll say it's for is for the uh, vaccine enforcement isn't that special yes yes it is (laughs) oh my gosh 
Okay, so we had the spider bite in New Mexico to Jason Miller, the person who was tearing down the Rust set. That got led me into thinking about the guy in the Netherlands who had the snake bite on his uh, man part while he was on the toilet, and he has gone re- has gone under reconstructive surgery of his man part. I know. No, thank you. Although, thank you. So this man had reconstructive surgery on his man part after he got bitten while sitting on the toilet from a cobra. So the 47-year-old was on vacation in South Africa at a nature reserve when the cobra came up from the toilet and clamped onto his genitals. Ouch! ouch and that's probably not even close to what it sounded like so the man waited for three hours to be transported by helicopter to the nearest trauma center then after what the medical journal described as the first case of snouted cobra envenomation of the genitals <laughs> ouch i mean anytime and i think i think you can quote me on this anytime that you have i don't care if it's from a snouted cobra or an unsnouted cobra or just one of those everyday run-of-the-mill cobras anytime you have an envenomation of the genitals that's not a good thing i i just i i could be wrong but I'm just guessing here, anytime you have envenomation of the genitals, that's not a good thing. So, uh, there was a burning sensation, pain. <laughs> Went through his whole body. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, oh my gosh. So when they arrived at the hospital, his man parts were all swollen and a deep purple color oh my gosh so he had scrotal necrosis another thing that probably isn't that good of a thing to have and it's just a flesh-eating disease oh that comes from a snouted cobra is the scrotal necrosis holy cow so they gave him a bunch of non-specific snake venom anti-serum and a broad spectrum antibiotics yeah okay so the scrotal necrosis was reported to involve the entire the entire area and was uh excised with extensive margins the defect in the penile shaft was treated by superficial debridement and a vacuum-assisted closure pump. Nine days later, he returned to the Netherlands, where a plastic surgeon performed a penile shaft debridement with extensive resurrection of dead tissue, a resection, I'm sorry, extensive, well, it might have been a resurrection too, an extensive resection of dead tissue extended from the corpus spongiasm to the fold of the perpetuum guessing that's the entire area uh, following a graft from his groin then placed over his p- 
penis. He was re- re- discharged from the hospital a couple of weeks later. In the man's follow-up appointment, doctors found the wounds had successfully healed and function and sensation in his man part had fully recovered. So that is outstanding. I mean, that's American. At what point have we come by? You can get bit in the man part by a snouted cobra and not i mean you're if you're still alive you're alive without your man part but now this guy thanks to modern medicine and finally getting to the hospital in south africa and then finally getting back to the netherlands for some plastic surgery this guy has got everything back up and running that's awesome that's awesome but just remember man holy cow you do not want none of the snouted cobra envenomation of the genitals no thank you guess i should say congratulations to daniel ortega who has won again in nicaragua and sure it was an honest and open fair election in nicaragua and how dare you think that it wasn't so sure he there were a bunch of opposition leaders that were detained and investigated but it was all because of national security concerns (laughs) oh that's it though i mean hey daniel said uh they we as nicaraguans uh we have a right to investigations against terrorists and defend the peace so get over it okay and me and the wife are going to be running this country from now until i die got it that's just the way it is but they're open and fair elections don't you don't you worry about it did you see where uh the navy the company i shouldn't say the navy really it was it was the company who made the steel for the submarines that the navy uses the metallurgist uh yeah i faked the reports ah yeah yeah you know i just the the metallurgist in washington state pleaded guilty to fraud after she spent decades faking the results of strength tests on the steel that was being used for the u.s navy submarines now she was elaine marie thomas 67 of auburn washington she was the director of metallurgy at the foundry at the place called the foundry in tacoma that supplied steel castings used by navy contractors and so through 1985 to 2017 she falsified the results of strength and toughness tests for at least 240 productions oh that's only about half the steel that the foundry produced for the navy that's it though so they've tested the navy has tested and they didn't say which ones they were working but the tests were intended to show that the steel would not fail in a collision or in certain wartime scenarios and so they haven't had any fail she is gonna she faces up to 10 years in prison and a million dollars fine and the company who let it be known and tried to figure it out they have been fined like 10 million dollars in deferred prosecution i mean i don't know that they were actually um 
trying to hide it. I mean, she when they when they found out about it, they fired Thomas and disclosed the findings to the Navy. But then uh, they suggested that the description. Oh, that's why they got in trouble because they said, "Oh, it's not because of fraud. It's just a, it's, it's you know, it's a paperwork mix-up." <laughs> I'll worry about it, but it was because of fraud. Now she wasn't doing it. See, it's kind of it's, it's a weird place because while she falsified the tests she wasn't doing it for anything other than and she said this that she thought that the passing grades that the government wanted were stupid (laughs) the navy required the test to be conducted at a certain place and she said those are just stupid there's no reason for that to be that way so just pass them oh okay so you just signed off on them even if they weren't meeting the navy's requirement yeah that's stupid so she felt that the steel was fine the metallurgist thought that it was fine it just wasn't up to the degree that the navy had asked it to be Uh, that's still kind of a problem that's just a little bit of a problem though that's it don't worry about it it's still just a tad bit of a problem okay but speaking of the navy we just launched a new ship uh named after harvey milk the gay rights leader congratulations to the navy congratulations to harvey milk and congratulations on the new ship the replenishment oiler the usns harvey milk sled down the old shipyard ways after a bottle of champagne smashed it into the bow and and you know who got to smash the bottle of champagne into the ship navy officer paula m nira congratulations she's a clinical program director for the johns hopkins center for transgender health that's fantastic congratulations i'm glad paula was able as a former navy officer and who is in charge of the johns hopkins center for transgender health was able to use the bottle of champagne to smash against the bow of the usns harvey milk congratulations man that is that is fantastic i know that there's some transgender issues these days I mean, I've had this story in my fat pile for quite a while where uh, the one lady was saying one of the lesbian women I spoke to told me she experienced verbal abuse from her own girlfriend, a bisexual woman who wanted them to have a threesome with a trans woman. I can hear their male vocal cords. I can see their male jawline. I know under their clothes there is male genitalia. These are physical realities. As a woman who likes women, I just can't ignore. My views are now claimed to be extremist. And they're comparing me to far-right groups. So there's unhappiness in in the gay land, in the lesbian land. And in the bisexual land, in the trans land, everybody's not just getting along. So we've got trouble right here in River City. The capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for pool. 
And speaking of trouble in River City, don't forget uh, Talking Walking Dead uh, dropped uh, also earlier today with Jason Butchell, my son Maximus, and myself as we talked about Fear the Walking Dead and uh, World Beyond, Walking Dead World Beyond, which was, uh, we got some new information. It was a fun show. Be sure to listen if you're a fan. It reminded me River City because I don't know what to call this one place in World Beyond, so I called it River City today, which had me thinking about River City and the music man at 76 trombones and the big parade and we've got trouble right here in river city capital t and that rhymes with p that stands for pool it's just where my head was at Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.